What's going on, my beautiful people? We are back. Season 2, Episode 1. Welcome. I'm your boy, Danny Royce. We are here inside the Black Actors Studio. My guest today is an amazing individual with an incredible story that we all can learn from. And you'll see him coming soon on Tyler Perry's uh, Sisters. So stay tuned. You don't want to miss it. Tune into Black Hollywood Live, the world's first digital broadcast network devoted entirely to urban entertainment and pop culture. Tune in right now. Welcome inside the Black Actors Studio. It's so great to be back. Thank you so much for tuning in. My guest today is an accomplished actor, model, and entrepreneur, and a philanthropist. I mean, he's definitely a man of many hats. And combined with his charisma, charm, and serious work ethic, he is rivaled by few. He has an amazing story. Can't wait to share with you all of triumph after tragedy. Please welcome the Black Actor Studio is very proud to have Ty the Tiger Edwards. Thank you, What's thank good, you, thank bro? You, thank you, thank you. I appreciate it. Oh, oh man, you're looking man. good, bro. Thank man, you I'm for trying. coming in. I'm trying, brother. I called him up. I said, "You're gonna wear a vest today." All right, we good. <laughs> you know, I had to change it up. You know what I'm saying? Because people either see me with no clothes on, right, or you know, some athletic. I said, "You know what? Look, man, I can diversify this thing." A little there bit. we so, go. Got that performed today. Nice, nice. Well, I want to start off with saying congratulations on Sisters. Thank I mean, you. one of the it is the biggest uh, watched show on cable television right now. Yeah, uh, the Oval is number three, so it's like that's pretty dope. Um, and I just want to get a little bit. We'll talk about it later, but a little bit of the uh, the journey into that audition and what you were feeling and when you booked it. Mm-hmm. Man, when I got the call, you know, I actually didn't know what I was going in for, mm. uh, or, or or I didn't think that I would be. I thought it was like a one episode type of thing, and it was right. over. Uh, so I went in and do what I do. Apparently, hey. did it well. Came hey. back. And then they said, well, you know, this is for sisters, Tyler Perry. And I was like, okay. So things didn't really get real to me until I got there. You know, uh, when, when, when I arrived. Right, when you got done set. <laughs> and that's when it kind of all hit me, man. But, you know, uh, again, I, I, I went in blinded not knowing the magnitude of what I was stepping into. Right. And then here we are. Here we are. And I wanted to hear all about that journey on set and all that, uh, working with Mr. Perry later. Yep. But we like to start off from the beginning here. Mm-hmm. Where were you born? Chicago, Illinois. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> Chicago in the house. Yes. Nice, nice. Yes. Uh, so, uh, how was the family dynamics growing up with your... Man, uh, unfortunately, I can remember some good times. Okay. But just like a lot of youth in my era, mm-hmm. I'm an 80s baby. Yeah. You know, come from a broken home, you yeah. know. But uh, it was good when it was good, you know. Um, what I thought were probably... Oh, I, or what I would consider to be a middle age, I mean, middle class family mm-hmm. I came from. 
had the best of everything. Everything was good. I yeah. was the most popular kid. I hey. had the best clothes. You know, I was, I was, I was. I, they was hating on me a long time. You know, right, early right. before we started giving it a name. You know, right. but I was, I was that kid. You know, and then you know, life changed. Yeah, and you know, things happened in the relationship that affected uh-huh. the kids, and then the kids started doing other things. And yeah. so, how many siblings do you have? Biologically, I have one. One, like, okay, like, but you know when the family dynamic kind of split, I, I I became like a foster kid, right? Know, so, so I say I have s- total brothers and sisters seven. Oh, okay, yeah. So when I'm you know got adopted and things of that nature, I took on that family. Right, for sure. Did you um did you have any nicknames growing up? Yeah, TJ, <laughs> TJ. Yeah, my born name is Tyree. Okay. You know, uh, uh, so uh, Tyree was Tyree Junior. Gotcha. So my dad, you know, he, TJ yeah, got yeah, it. So, so that's what TJ. And okay. then when I was uh, when I was very very small, if I left a pretty decent package in my in my underwear or my diaper, <laughs> it, it, it was funky junk. Funky junk. Wow. Yeah. And I used to answer the funky junk for real. Well, well up until my. No, I'm not gonna say that. <laughs> He's still answering the yeah. funky. <laughs> Hit you up in your DM. Hey, yeah, fuck you No, no, please don't. You get blocked. <laughs> right. Yeah, don't know me like that. Like, block. Right. Uh, so, do, I want to know, where, where Tiger come from? I mean, I, I get, you know, Tiger. Right. Tiger. Right, right. Man, you know what? It's funny that you asked me that because the whole name thing was like an evolution for me. Mm. And just like, you know, one person died and then I had to recreate myself and I became this and then something happened there and that died and then I reemerged as this. Right. But Tyree is where I started, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, whatever journey I had up until the point where I was afflicted with some type of trauma, you know, and I can tell you when that trauma happened, it was after my first divorce, mm. you know, my divorce. And uh, it just took me through so many things. I was like, you know what, Tyree was nice. Mm. Tyree was, you know, he he was just uh, a, right, right, (laughs) you know, and um, (laughs) I was at that particular time I was just so big on pleasing everybody else, where you know it came back in and hit hit me harder. But anyway, make a long story short, you know, uh, Ty came different, you know, because Mm. uh, at the time it was Tyrese. It was uh, it was Tyson, so they was right. like, how could I distinguish, stand out? So it was like Ty, you know, he, he's light skinned and he got these funny little eyes, so Ty <laughs> instead of just Ty. Okay. And then Tiger came pretty much after I went through my jail stint. Yeah, yeah. Tiger. And I was like, man, you know, I, 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 that was a beastie situation. Right, right. I, I had to become something bigger than even who Ty was. So Tiger's like my alter ego is like, you know what? It's just no holes barred. Right. I'm just, whatever you got coming from me, I'll meet you halfway. Hey. Yeah. So, yeah, it's like a, a, re, a, rebirth, a rebirth, so to speak. Yeah, the, right? uh, that tattoo on my back is a phoenix. Mm, so yeah, it's representative phoenix, to yeah. every time. All those, I got those markers in my life where I was like, yep, I had to rebuild and create. Yep, this is where I did that. Mm-hmm. Yep. This, that tattoo was the final stage. Right. Up until... Who I am right now. Got you. Okay. Yeah. Um, were you were you uh, into like a lot of sports when you when you were younger? And then when did you actually like? Oh, I kind of like this uh, performing thing. I was always in sports. Uh, back in Chicago, you know, yeah. everybody go to school to play basketball. Yeah. You know? <laughs> basketball prospect, football prospect. So I went to different schools football. to do that. So I was always in the limelight. You know, talent shows. Everybody in Chicago can dance. Yes. You know, I mean, so, we're of house of Maddox. <laughs> Stepping we, out. Right, I mean, we just doing, I mean, I wasn't everything. Anything that was pretty much public related, right. I did it. 
um, it wasn't until um, I did some theater and some plays and stuff, you know, but I just knew whatever it was, I would be doing something mm-hmm. for the entertainment industry. Right. I didn't know what, whether it was sports or whatever. I was like, whatever it is, I'm going to be doing it. But uh, it didn't come later until um, I, br- I started modeling and they was like, yo, you know, I got called on set and it was like, I showed up just to be an extra, a featured extra and it just snowballed. Can mm-hmm. you say this? And then they start calling me back for reoccurrence. So that's why I said, man, I could, I, I, could, I could really do this. You know what I'm <laughs> yeah, saying? Yeah. You know, and um, it's just one thing you just have to kind of fine tune to keep doing. But right. Yeah, I was like, man, you know, maybe I could take this to the next level. But I never thought I'd really do it. Right. You know? Okay. Um, you you mentioned that you you know you were modeling. Do you still do a lot more modeling or not much? Not much. Not, not much. No. Yet. No. So, uh, the model thing took off for me in 2012, right after my prison stint. Okay. You know, people people knew that I was acting, but they was like, model. Right. We ain't never seen you do anything. Right. So uh, initially started as a prank. He was like, well, you know what we said? You know what? Just go ahead and just do a Valentine's spread. I'm going to call it the takeover and see what happens with it. So, <laughs> unbeknownst to me, I guess when I came out of you know prison, my mindset was like, yo, because I was gone for a minute. Yeah. I went from all the social media stuff and all this activity until I just flatlined. Right. And then I was like, how can I reinvent myself? Mm-hmm. You know? So, I, you know, so I came back. I was like, okay, cool, cool. Do the... The photo shoot. So we just did it. I just think nothing of it. Right. This thing I know, man. I didn't. Apparently, I didn't take not one bad photo that day. Really? Because every picture in that spread went viral. Nice. And and and, and, and I didn't know. Even, I didn't know anything about all these eye candy sites. You know, it's scared. You know, uh, <laughs> there's a lot da- now. Damn, he fine. I was like, oh man. <laughs> so you know, I'm sitting back and I'm I'm getting phone calls and I'm getting messages like, yo, man, you 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 killing the people who who were actually celebrities at the time. You right. Know? Right. I mean, the Shamar Moore's, Tyrese, mm-hmm. and I'm like, LL Cool J, because I, I mean, those were the pictures that was going up around the time Irons was. And it just took off from there. And so, and this was before like a big social media thing, right? Yeah, well, yeah. it was like right when, right when it kicked off. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm thinking, you know, I wasn't right. even thinking that far. I just, I'm just gonna take some pictures and, and then let's, let's just see what let's see, let's see what happens. Right and after that, it was like I hadn't done I hadn't done a shoot like that since because uh. I wasn't prepared. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't prepared. I wasn't prepared. <laughs> see, um, the yeah, the modeling. I mean, a lot of people start in modeling and then transition to acting, right? Um, where did were you taking like any classes? And, and when did you move, decide to move to L.A. and start that? Okay, well, typically uh, after I couldn't, it was apparent that I wasn't going to see my kid. Mm-hmm. So I was like, you know what? I went from living in Dallas to moving to Houston just in hopes things would kind of work out. That way I wouldn't be too far. Right. But when I just saw it wasn't going anywhere, I just said, you know what? My life, you know. Everything about my life was just messed up. Mm-hmm. I need to go somewhere where I don't have to worry about this, and I'll deal with that later. Right. So I just decided, man, I said, look, if I'm going to do it, I need to go where I can do it big. Mm-hmm. And uh, since I had the experience before, you know, because I got discovered, uh, I used to be a stripper. Mm. I, 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 mean, hey. I, I mean, that whole journey... You know, just 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 right. just just finding myself. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. You yeah. know, I went from a basketball body to a, and it just kind of snowplowed. So right. somebody saw me and was like, "Yo, you know, you want to do that with your clothes on?" I'm like, "Whatever." You know what I mean? And it came true. Uh-huh. So Sean John, Carl Kanai, uh, Banana Republican of Coal, you know, Vibe Magazine back in the day. That's hey. that's when I was popping. Okay. And I was like, "Wow." You know? Okay. So. Yeah, that's and then you made that transition here to LA. Yeah, during that all. Well, well, well. Um, 
the transition was like, look, if I'm going to go, yeah, I can't see my kid. I just need to go. So right. I just packed all my stuff up, and I just came down here in 2018. Two, okay. Yeah, 2018, I came down, and two weeks later, I was in a, I was at Cat's studio watching, auditioning with the same people I was watching on TV two weeks prior. Right. And I was like, <laughs> crazy. this how, is really right. happening. Yeah. Right? And went in and held my own. It's crazy how L.A. would do that to you. Went in and <laughs> held my own. Yeah. Anything yeah. can happen, literally. Yeah, I mean, really, I was like, you know, because typically I was like, I keep seeing all the same brothers on TV. Right. You know, it was Makai, you know, and mm-hmm. no offense, but it was just all the same ones. Mm-hmm. And I was like, can somebody else do this job? You know, and I was like, look, I ain't got nothing else to lose. You know, so why not? You right. know, and I went out here and I had a few contacts and they took me on so you got a great look this that, and third and I ended up like really the people I was talking about I'm auditioning against right and I'm really like bringing it mm-hmm. and I was like man and I, I I can really do this you know and I'm here and from there man it just whew. wow yeah well I want to I want to come back to auditioning and just you know talk about um, anything that you do mm-hmm. before auditions get prepared mm-hmm. um, a little later but we've been edging it on, you know, throughout this conversation uh, <laughs> of of your your story and your journey. Okay, mm-hmm. uh, being in prison, uh, not seeing your your daughter, um, and I definitely just want you to share that story. I know that story, um, but anything you would like to share with our audience right now, and just your triumph. Well, I mean, uh, just I just I was in a bad situation. Mm-hmm. You know, got with the wrong person. You know, and it didn't work. I mean, in my head, it's like, listen, if it doesn't work, it just doesn't work, you know. Uh, and in my attempt to leave and just try to do right by the situation and just call it quits. Uh, and just like many situations, somebody gets upset. Right. False accusation. So that false ac- accusation in my on, in my particular case was that I inappropriately touched my own daughter, you know. So... <clears throat> The accusation, even before the incarceration, is what prompted me to divorce it anyway. Because mm-hmm. I was in situa- I was in a situation where the mother and the the daughter couldn't stand up to the mother. Yeah, you know. Right. So it was like you know, husband. It was that type of situation. Mm-hmm. And I get it. I understand it. But you know, biblically, if we're gonna do this, you know, it's like you clear to me. You know. But and the sad part about it is, you know, you know, the mother is a pastor. You know, these are people in. You know, I'm right. Mm-hmm. So it was like, man, so you know what the the right thing, but it's just it was a controlled thing, mm-hmm. you know. So when that when that hit, I was like, all right, you know what? Since you won't do the right thing, I mm-hmm. gotta leave this thing alone. Right. I didn't think anything of it. I was like, you know, you're gonna let her say that and you don't protect me. Cool, I'm out, you know what I mean? So uh that really sucked because I couldn't right. see my kid, or I had to see my kid under conditions. Right. Like, conditions for what? You know, I'm not a bad person. Supervised visit, like, no, look, look, look. Wow. You you are doing way too much. You wow. Know? So I didn't get to see her, man, you know, and 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 I just learned to deal with that pain up right. until the time where I left. Fast forward, the accusation got to the point where, you know, uh, at the time when I was married, we had a daycare center. Mm-hmm. And um, so when I walked away from everything, I'm like, okay, I got to get my life back and stuff like that. But naturally so, uh, when the accusation was brought against me, I couldn't get employment, you know. So now I was like, typically, I really got into acting because this is really all I could do besides a sales job or something. I'm like, look, you know, I still got all these skills. That's my last fallback. But I was mm-hmm. really trying to get back into corporate in some right. way I could. But I couldn't because every, you know, interview, I got to go 
and spill my dirty laundry. Even if I didn't feel I had to, I just thought I'd always be honest and I would tell them. But again, you know, I get it from a managerial standpoint that I just recognize he's a good person, but, you know. It's a risk. It's a risk. Yes. And I get it. So just being so tired of hearing that all the time, and I'm like, you know what? It is what it is. It's it's kind of, it's almost as if I did it and and went to jail for it because Mm -hmm. I got punished the same way. Yeah. You know, because I couldn't get employment, you know. I was looked at weird. I was ostracized. It was crazy. So um, that's how I ended up. You know. So I mean, I can't imagine. Obviously, can't even imagine what you what you went through. Um, I I think of like so many of the uh, innocent men and women who are in jail right. right now, doing time for something they didn't do, right. and then like or even let out and still just treat it like right. You know, like like shit. But. What did your family say during this time? Um, were they a lot of a lot of them supportive, or were they not so supportive? Well, the family that yeah, I, I call that family, you call yeah, family, yeah, yes, definitely. Okay, you know, I mean, actually, I'm not really mad at what they did to me. Mm-hmm. You know, what I'm saying because I was like, you know what, it's expected. You know, I can take my lumps. Like, you know, I was more hurt about how it affected them. Yeah, yeah. you know, I mean. It, it, yeah, it's bad enough, you know, all things I had to go through while I was in there. But how they was affected when I came home and saw my mom, my mom break down like that, that is what put me over. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And when, while I was in there and doing all that stuff, man, you know what I mean? I felt their prayers. I really felt them. That's what really kept me, like, going through that whole process, man. But, you know, look, do whatever you want to do to me, but... Don't mess with mine. Right. You know? And right. when I saw my mom break down after knowing that she's away, first of all, you know, she's older, they're retired, you know, all my family, you know, I mean, and I got a lot of brothers and sisters that I, I have now, right. you know, they were all hot, you know, and it was like, look, it's cool. Don't let's not, you know, we from the shot. Mm. <laughs> so it wasn't nothing but a phone call away for oh, us yeah. to get some stuff handled, you right. know. But I'm like, you know, let's take the high road on this, you know. Uh-huh. And, you know, let's get the emotions. It is what it is. It, it was my bad. That was my situation. I should have got out sooner. I didn't see the signs because they were always there. Yeah. They're always there. Yeah. And this is what happened. So I ate it, you know what I mean? But seeing them hurt, hurt me more than anything. Right. So where are you now with your as far as relationship with your with your daughter? Are you are you still not, out of it? It's not existing. She believed a lie. Okay. She even you know confessed about it. You know, and I said, you know what, it's cool. Um, unfortunately, I became a, a grandfather uh, when she turned fifteen, mm. and I'm just like, really, you mm. did all that for for that? You know, right. She didn't even have a chance out the gate. You wow. know, she had a better chance with you know. It's just. The, the stereotypical thing that we go through, yeah, you know, in our generation, exactly. in our relationships, you know. And in the end, the child always suffers, right. you know. Always. And it's to the point where right now it's just that so much has happened and the brainwashing is going on for so long mm-hmm. that it's no, it's no trust. Right. I, I, it's, sad that I, it's sad I can't say I can't sit down and trust my own kid because of what she's been, you know, what's been influenced her for so long. Mm-hmm. So I just say, you know what, I'll cross that bridge when it crosses, you know, when yeah. I cross it. Right now I have to worry about me. Exactly. You yeah. know, that's all you can they, do. They made that choice. They made that decision. And they deal with the consequences. You know, that's one thing I can say. Well, look, y'all cut, cut me out of it. Mm-hmm. So. 
It is what it is, you know. So crazy. So, yeah. so crazy. Um, well, if, if y'all want to, you know, see more of Ty's story and what happened, you can check out Falsely Accused on YouTube. Two parts. And then you can also see uh, when he comes back to his family and they embrace him. And, and they have some uh, interviews of their their family and Believe Your Brother as well as on there yeah. letting some steam out. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> as, rightfully so. Love you, Chris. <laughs> yeah. There it is. Um, as far as, like, uh, now, are there any... Any uh, challenges or personal demons? You know how the industry is. Yeah. Uh, is there anything that you you know have trouble dealing with sometimes, or maybe that you just beat? Man, you know what? Really, after that prison thing, man, I'm nothing. Nothing. Like nothing. nothing. Yeah. No, nothing. Nothing. Yeah. I mean, because I mean, I feel I, it. Hollywood is a hell of a machine, right? You know, and again, a lot of people think that they are prepared for this type of thing, and they, you know, it's hard because. You know, just because we're in the spotlight or have a platform, we're always a target, mm-hmm. you know. And, again, the uh, politically correct thing to do is to ignore it, but people tend to realize that we're our people, too. Right. You know. But after that situation, knowing that I could have been killed in there and this, that, and the third, and, uh-huh. I, and, 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 and I beat it, something like that is like small potatoes. It's like, whatever. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> you know, unless you're unless you right here physically trying to talk that, you know, we can go there. Right. You right. know, I, I, we about going. There, you know, <laughs> so it's go time with us all the time. But you know, all this, this, and all this, this, right? Man, you know, yeah, that's exactly. How you get that, bro. No, yeah, I definitely hear that. Um, but I want to thank everybody for tuning in. Also, please uh, check us out on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, anywhere you can hear podcasts, and then go ahead and subscribe and make sure you like thumbs up and also uh, like this video and check out our season uh, one you can also check out the whole season one on the on channel right now it is premiering uh, this Friday tomorrow the 8th so check them out you can visit them at www.theonchannel.com thank you so much for for supporting me and also shout out to uh, Kevin Undergaro and Maria Menounos for giving us this great opportunity to be here such a blessing um, and I want to go uh, ask you about, we were talking a little bit about, you know, uh, the people of color mm-hmm. in Hollywood, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So uh, have you seen Harriet? No, I haven't. <laughs> no, I haven't. All right, that is it. <laughs> oh, is it that bad? I'm going to let you see that. Okay, yeah, we'll you, get back. You, yeah, we're going to have like a little uh, I, Instagram video chat or I've something. I've been hearing a lot of things, yes. like good and bad, you know, but, you know... As an artist Depicting. and as a creative, it's yeah. it's. Uh, I mean, it's not. It's not like it's a, a, a fake character. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a fictional character. Right. It's it's a it's a hero. She's a hero, right? Right. She's a hero, right. and so it's like the depiction of her, uh, twisted in any way, shape, or form to make certain people look bad, should not be tolerated, in my opinion. We'll leave it there. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, you go check it out. And let me know what you think. I will. Um, but it, as a whole, uh-huh. uh, Hollywood, how do you think we're moving forward in this aspect? Uh, as far as our progression? Yes. Well, I mean, come on now. We got Tyler Perry. <laughs> we got Tyler, right? Tyler yeah. came in and, and took that stand for us. You yes. know? So, I mean, I would... It would be safe to assume that you you would see more of us. Yes, we're progressing, do, doing a lot more. I hear, it. and and yeah, and being acknowledged for what we're able to bring to the table. For I mean, sure, 
just to even look online and be like, yo, Bad Boys 3 and all hey. these. <laughs> Murphy, they all shooting at the same. It's I was so like, crazy. yo, that, was, that, that studio that picture is going to be just, that was epic. That was epic. Epic picture. So, if, if we can get that picture and place it on the, yeah. on the, on the, on the screen, that'd be awesome. Yeah, yeah Martin, uh, Martin Lawrence and uh, you know, Eddie don't Murphy. No, don't get no better than that. Done my, and then Tracy Morgan even showed up. Like I was like, what? Uh, <laughs> incredible. But speaking of Tyler Perry, uh, the new sound stages are open. Yeah, you filmed Sisters. Yeah. So Alonzo is your character name. Tell us a little bit about Alonzo. Alonzo. What can you expect from him? Alonzo. <laughs> yeah, uh, Alonzo. Al- Alonzo Crawford is his full name. Uh-huh. He. Um, we have a lot of similarities. Yeah. You know, ex basketball player. I mean, ex athlete, football player. Right. Uh, a fluent businessman. You know, uh, club owner. Uh huh. You know. Uh, you know, la- you know, ladies, man, right? Whatever. You know. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah, very interesting character. Um, all I'm gonna say is that you know he's just like he's human. Mm-hmm. He got some regular human traits and right. things, and you know, good, bad, indifferent. You know, okay. He's a human. And so, how was it on set? How was it working on set? Okay, <laughs> man. I swear, just the whole process felt like I was on an episode of Punked. <laughs> Because it was like, you know, I've been doing this a long time. I've been in the industry 23 years, and I've been in this market 13, uh, actually shooting and making movies and stuff. Mm-hmm. Man. I've never been on a set like that. You right. know what I'm saying? You would think that was like somebody, at some point, somebody's going to be like, surprise! And I'm like, no, this is really, really interesting. <laughs> but no, uh, working on that set, the guy was shooting over 100-something pages a day. Yes, I hear it's just like, you bam, know, bam, bam. Ca- you know, three cameras set up, you know, I mean... All the traditional stuff that you would do as far as blocking, rehearsals, no, it was none of that. It was like, look, we sent you the script weeks, you know, weeks ahead. Come down here and be ready to go. Mm. You know, and when I got there, again, I still didn't know what I was up against until I actually got there. And then Mark, my man Mark Swinn, you know, he, he called me up and said, yo, uh, what you did in the audition? I need to do that right here. <sighs> Not to mention that the same scene in the audition wasn't what I was... I, right, I mean, wait, it's just doing? crazy. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, I was like, all right, all right. You know, he was like, you know, all the things that you're used to, man, you know, we're a different beast over here. You right. Know? Just go ahead and bring it. And I'm like, okay, cool. But it, it, everything was shot in one take, okay. one or two takes. We were moving, moving. And then the thing about it is, you know, I mean, during the day you get rewrites. So I'll be on set getting a rewrite in. I'm like rewriting Tyler right there. You know what I'm saying? I mean, the guy he does like it's no writers room. He's right. sitting up there like you know we're going to change that like out. That. And I'm sitting up there. I'm like it was just so much to keep up with. But it let me that just showed me how prepared I was. Right. My journey, you know, my training, you know, just my my work ethic up until that point prepared me because you know that that was that that was the intersection that mm-hmm. we all talk about. Mm-hmm. You know, opportunity. And preparation, preparation, you know what I'm yeah. saying? <laughs> and man, you know, and bam, you know, that that's that that's what it is. But Tyler yes, ain't nothing to mess with, man. No. Yeah, I mean, I, obviously. <laughs> as we see, man. Yeah, he ain't playing. <laughs> yeah. he, he, he ain't playing at all. Mm-mm. Wow. So you have um you've done um 
you have fitness training, right? You have fitness. Yeah, yeah. Well, to keep the lights on prior to all this glow up, right. you know. I mean, um, I, I, I've been owning my company, Body Couture Personal Fitness. Body Couture, yeah. Since like 2007. Nice. Yeah, yeah. And so, what prompted to to do that? I mean, you obviously are an athlete. You, right. You you care about your physical being, well being, right, right. health, and all that. Well, again, like I said, it was it was pretty much a hustle move, gotcha. you know, because again, that situation happened. I couldn't get a job. Right, right. So right. when I moved, moved to Houston, it was like I was you know driving forklifts. I was just doing whatever, odd jobs and stuff. And it was like, okay, you know, you, you still got this body. And at the time, I was dating a, a personal trainer. Okay. So, you know, I was making her food because she, she used to compete. And I was like, man, personal training, culinary, you know, because I'm a son of a chef. Right. And I was like, and and I could put it together, you know, even before all this food prep and all this other stuff came into play. And, you know, and then we all know that 80% of what the diet in is how you eat. Yeah. But people, people don't know how to cook. Exactly. Or to make it taste good, you right. know. So I'm like, I got a culinary background on a lot. I could do that, da 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 da, and then I could kick your yeah. <laughs> body change just and like that, and there it is. You know what I'm saying? So body control, personal fitness, yeah, yeah. Body control, personal fitness, yeah. yes. Check them out, and then yeah, you also mentioned what I, which I found out like not too long ago. Culinary background. Yeah, I'm man. like, how many more things do we have in common? Brother. So, <laughs> um, did you? Are, will you to try to pursue that? Do you have any future plans oh, with yeah, that? Man, uh, man. To, to do anything else with that? Brother, brother, brother. Everything that God gave me, hey. all my gifts, I plan to use them That's at right. some point in time, mm-hmm. man. Absolutely. Whether it be food trucks, whether it be my own restaurant, chain restaurants. My whole thing is this. You know, I saw watching up, I saw growing up my father's frustration. Mm, yeah. Long guy was, man, you know. And, you know... Although he and I, we have differences, you know. He 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 was brilliant with his hustle. That's good. I get a lot of my work ethic and hustle and drive and determination from my father. Man. Mm. You know, this this man didn't have a. He had a very limited grammar school education. Then, big families back in the day. He was the firstborn. We all firstborns. Him, my mother, and myself. So he had to take on the brunt of the family. You know, and so he self taught. I used to see him watch him. Read a dictionary. Mm-hmm. You, know, you couldn't talk over his head. I don't care who you were. <laughs> you know, he was like, you know, Brother Polite before Brother Polite even came to the picture, man. He wow. was a very smart man. And for him to take that and to turn it to something where I, he has a picture of Julia Childs. He's cooking with all the greats. And I'm like, dude. You know what I mean? <laughs> Julia Childs. I had yeah. the perfect example of faith and operation and, you know, just driving determination. Nice. So, yeah. That's dope. That's yeah. dope. All right, awesome. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you some questions, okay? Go for quick it. questions. First thing that pops to your mind, ladies and gentlemen, this is your first time watching the show. This is the segment where I do fast round questions, okay? First thing pops to your mind. What's your favorite sound? <laughs> Acted the sound out. I'm gonna ask what I do, right? That's what I'm like. I love it. Are you casting directors? You see that? You see that? Right. Right. Let's book this. Keep this guy booked and busy. Yeah, keep me working. All right. What's the sound or noise that you absolutely hate? Nagging of a woman. Mmm. Unnecessary nagging. Unnecessary. Yeah. Let's clean that up a little bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, if it's justified. But yes. You know, yes. but if it just all, you know, just right, right, all in the ear. Yeah. <laughs> What's one thing you <laughs> wish you done that you haven't done? That I haven't done. Mm-hmm. 
I haven't done it yet. You haven't done it yet? But what is it? You know? You I haven't done it yet because right now I'm doing everything. Ah, I'm going to do everything I can right now, man. I like I that. haven't done it yet. I like that. Okay. When I get to the end, I'm going to be like, what I did all this. I mean, I'm pretty accomplished. I'm like, I haven't done it yet. I don't know what's going to happen in the next 30, 40 years. Okay. All right. I, I like that. Yeah, I haven't done it yet. I like that. Rihanna or Beyonce? Who? <laughs> <laughs> you know what, Rihanna? Be like Mariah. I, I don't know her. No, 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 we not, no, Mariah, no, no, baby. You too, no, baby. I saw what happened to Nick. Uh, be, be, uh, Rihanna, Beyonce. Yeah, that's tough, bro. That's tough. I know it that's is tough because they both, they both. <laughs> you know, just to be safe, Rihanna, Beyonce. Look, I, 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 look. Just in case it don't work out. Just in case it don't work out. Yeah, you know, I, I let them choose. I ain't finna. Say, I'm not finna pick one, bro. Man, you crazy, man. No offense to Jay. I'm just saying. Look, he put me in the back. Cause the beehive gonna be like, well, he won't. He won't want your ass no way. You know, right, right, right. Just extra. You know, I ain't gonna right. say nothing. Look, <laughs> they both. They yeah, both. Look, okay. Look, I held. Look, that in a perfect world. Yeah. Both. Yeah, both. <laughs> you can't say that though. I took you both, and it's disrespectful. Right. They queens. I'm like, look, if y'all y'all mess with me. <laughs> then let's yeah, go yeah, for it. Yeah, All right. <laughs> I'm not kicking them out. <laughs> All right. What's one thing you love to eat? Man, one thing I love to eat seafood. Mm. Yeah, that's my specialty. I love seafood. Seafood. I can eat crab every day. I'm sorry. Crab? No, you can. I'm, crab? I'm, yes. Okay. I mean, crab, lobster, anything, shellfish, man. Nice. I love okay. seafood. Yeah. And uh, last but not least, when you get to heaven and you meet God, what would you like Him to say to you? <laughs> there you go, acting it out again. <laughs> My nigga. <laughs> you didn't come back with nothing. <laughs> nice. Yeah, for real. Nice. I you like know, that. I'm not bringing no talents back. Like, yo, man, I saved them. Uh-huh. No, man. I'm, I'm doing like, look, everything. man, this situation that happened to me while I was here, I had to use everything. Man. Yeah. Everything that you gave me. You right. Know? And we both know that a gift is pretty much something that you can do with no effort. Yes. You know, I mean, how, if you if people really focus on their gifts, it'd be so many people doing some amazing things, mm-hmm. you know, but we, we force ourselves to do other things, you know what I'm saying? That's true. But, you know, I played basketball well. It just didn't work, and I got shot, you know. I mean, mm-hmm. a lot of things that happened to me that deterred me from this where I am right now. Mm-hmm. But I used every, I tried everything, and this was the thing that happened to pop. Flourish. Yeah. <laughs> Nice. Love that. Love that. Okay. So, here's a nice little fun segment, okay? Okay. Uh, So, it's called Finish the Quote. Mm -hmm. I'm going to read you five quotes from famous black films. Okay. All right? I think you'll do well. (laughs) I mean, does it matter if I get the quote right? Or well, I, I mean, you should, hopefully I you should. get it right. <laughs> all right. The goal is to get all five, okay? All right, see, you can tell me about this. I put, see, you give me on camera and embarrass me. <laughs> I'm from Chicago. You know, I don't play that. <laughs> all right, let's go. All right, you ready? Yeah. You show... He's ugly. Hey. <laughs> all right, next one. Sit your $5 ass down before I... Make change. Hey, there you go. <laughs> Cast the records, y'all. See you there. Two for two. Two for two. All right. All right. Make that money, girl. Don't let it make you. Three. Hey, the Players Club. And just for the viewers that are watching, last film was New Jack City. Before that was the per- color purple. Okay. All right. <clears throat> the secret is 
You got to. Oh, strut. No. Is that your final answer? <laughs> the secret is. Oh man, see what? What now? Yeah, you, you got me. Okay, I'll give you. I'll give you a hint. Okay. Okay. I'll give you a hint. Eddie Murphy. Okay. I, I see. I'm on the right track. You're on the right track. The secret is. Oh, I'm gonna kick you. You got to. Oh, I know it. Oh, you, he was he was delivering the line to the late Witherspoon. Don Witherspoon. Yeah. Uh, Come on, you got it. You got it. Uh, the secret. Come on, man. All right. The secret is you got to coordinate. Oh. <laughs> from, oh man. I'm from sorry, Boomerang. John. Yeah, I'm sorry, John. <laughs> I'm sorry. See, you know, see. Okay, you know what? That was that was all me. No, hey, you good? You good? Last but not least, okay. Mm-hmm. You ready? I think so. King Kong ain't got nothing <laughs> on me. <laughs> I throw my shit. Throw it out. <laughs> there you go. Four out of five. That's not bad. That ain't at all. bad. That man. ain't bad. That ain't bad at all. At all. <laughs> Four mm-hmm. out of five. Give them what y'all say. <laughs> All right, so we do have a couple questions that came in for uh, from online, oh, Instagram, no. the no. viewers. Okay, I filtered through these questions. So they're, you they're did? Not, they're not crazy. Okay, oh. crazy questions. Okay. okay. But there was a really good question, actually. They asked about what motivates you to keep going. That was It was actually a two-part question. Okay. And then the second part was what advice would you give to someone who hasn't been through something like you've been through to keep going? What motivates me to keep going is, considering all that I've gone through, mm-hmm. is failure. Mm. I didn't go through all that shit not to make it. Right. And what's the point? What's the point? Exactly. You know what I mean? I don't know how long I'm going to be here. So it's like the first 40 years of my life was like, ah. Mm. So the next 40, I'm like, I'm about to, I, oh, I got to have something to show for all that. Mm-hmm. And, um... Really, you know, uh, the second part is, you know, life is about experiences. It's about how you, things are going to happen to you. You can't prevent nothing. I mean, <clears throat> life is going to hit you. I say, I, say, I say it on my Facebook. I, I get real deep on my timeline sometimes. But I say, life don't give a damn about how you feel. <laughs> Ain't that the truth. You know, you can break up with your girlfriend today. You find out tomorrow that your mom and dad about broke up. You, see, you know, your, your, your dog got hit by a car. It can, something can happen every day. Mm-hmm. How are you going to recover from that? Everybody only have so much mental and emotional bandwidth to work with. Right. So what I do, all the times I got hit and knocked down, man, I give myself a, t- a period of time to mourn, grieve, and get it out of my system because I don't know what the hell is about to happen next. Mm. And just developing that mentality, man, you know, it just prepared me because it's like, it's like exercise. It's like, okay, so you just get tougher and tougher and yes, tougher. Yes, exactly. You know, and, and, and you're going to find out things in life, you know, it's, it's degrees and stuff. You know, this prepared me for this and this prepared me for this. It, it's just this ongoing cycle to where you're going to constantly be tested. Right, right. And at the end of the day, man, you got to figure out, look, if, you know, if, if this shit going to happen, one thing is for certain, you're going to die. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. We all got to leave it. Right, right. So if all this is going to happen to me, if I'm going to go through all this stuff with relationships, family, life, career, and all this other shit, man, I got to make something count, bro. I, I got to make something count. I agree. You know, and then as you get older, our mentality or perceptions change. Because, you know... <laughs> When you're young, it's quick to adopt that victim mentality. Yeah. And it's fine in the beginning yeah. when you're young because, again, you know, that's how you feel. Right. But once you make the 
decision to say this is going to either be this either happened to me or happened for me. Mm-hmm. If it happened for you, it's to propel you to the next thing. Right. That's what I've always said, man. Oh, that shit happened for me. That happened to me. Right. Because now that happened, it prepared me for this or opened this door. Because, man, it, it was supposed to happen, and you hate it while you in it. Mm-hmm. The process sucks. But know that, you know, once you get through the process without complaint, try not to complain so much. Yeah, yeah. You know, because if the if the theory is true about God ain't, God ain't going to ever put too much on you that he can bear, he already know what you're made of. Mm-hmm. Coming out of that, shit, that, that, that jail situation, I went in as a pedophile, man. Everybody thought I was a pedophile. Crazy. I got tried every day the whole time I was there, bro. <sighs> man. They beat me, they kicked me, they maced me down, they pissed on me, they did all type of stuff they do to pedophiles. And they, look, I get it. I get it. Because if it happened to me and mine, I'm going to jail, bro. Yeah. But to know that you wasn't in there because somebody accused you of doing something like that, and you had to endure that, you didn't think when I came out I was angry? Because that was supposed to end me. Yeah. And what pissed me off about that situation, outside of it bothering my family, was had they been successful in their effort, my own daughter would have been responsible for killing her father because of a lie that you put in her head. Right. So I'm like, yo, I take these scars and all the stuff that I got strapped to me. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to show y'all. And right after that situation, I got out. I did the photo shoot, the photo shoot. So it's like you got to be careful about what you ask for in life because the things that you ask for, you don't know what you got to go through to get there. Exactly. Right. And, and again, I hope it's not ex- as extreme as my situation. But it's a price to pay for everything. People are like, you got to pay your dues. I say, bro, I've been paying my dues before you even got here, homie. Right. You don't know my personal life. This Hollywood shit is extra. Right. Right. But I've been paying my dues. So wherever I am right now, my career opposed to you because you've been doing all these other things, I deserve my spot. You feel me? Yeah, man. And before you, before you rain, you got to suffer, man. A lot of people just want, they want that good. They want the end result. They want the microwave thing, but they ain't willing to put in the work. They don't want to cry. Mm. They don't want to lose. Mm-hmm. They don't want to sacrifice. Dude, anything worth having a value, it's a process. Yeah. You Definitely. know, diamonds are made by pressure. Yeah. People don't want that pressure. Everybody who's successful right now, the Oprahs, the Will Smith, we all got a story, bro. And yeah. it was because of a mindset that we chose to have. The mindset was like, look... No matter what, I'm going to make this happen for me. Yeah. I got to. You know, The Rock, $7 pocket story. Mm-hmm. You know, me, all this shit. Look, <clears throat> if he the number one man right now with a $7 pocket story, I can imagine what I'm about to become. Yeah. <laughs> hey, man. Come on. <laughs> Your last seven got you the number one spot, bro? Right. Man. Yeah. I ain't mad at you. I'll wait my turn. Right. Yeah. You know, I you know, we get I get the comparison a lot. I'm like, look, I, look, that he set the he set the precedent for me. He let him know look, he he opened doors. LL Cool J. Yep. All the dudes that I get compared to, they open doors for me. Mm-hmm. So it's never no hate with the comparison. It's just like, but look, let them have their own glory. My time That's their story. This is all that I've gone through. I, look, this is all me. Mm-hmm. That was his story. That's his, you know, that's his legacy. This is my story. I'm making my legacy right now. Don't take that from me. That's right. You know. That's right. So that's how I go at it, man. That's how I go at it. And then, you know, I work better under pressure. People, y'all need to learn to leave me alone. People would think, you know, I'm not the person that you can antagonize and I back down. 
Ah, uh, yeah, of I'll course. Get yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. That's that shit to feed me. You know? That's right. Give, you know. give us the growl. Come on. I know uh, you wonder. Uh, hey. Uh, <laughs> Tiger. Well, thank you so much. That wraps up our, our uh, interview today. Yeah. Man, uh, incredible. Thank you for coming in. Hey, man. Pleasure and blessed to, to hear your story. To see where you've been, yeah. where you're going, yeah. that mindset—it's all about the mindset, man. I mean, you could have been, you could have done so many other things when Brother, you got out, I, right, but right. you chose to move forward, right, man? And so let that be a testament to everyone, anyone yeah. who's listening, that yeah. you know, it's it's never over until you say it's over. That's true. That's you know true. What I mean? And your mindset, man, pretty much determines where you are. We don't get what we want in life; we get what you deserve, right? You know, right. People, you got to work for it, man. Mm -hmm. You got to work for it, you know. And God ain't going to bless you with something that you can't maintain. Exactly, yep. You know, so people, they, you know, they, they, they're asking for all these big old things. And, again, they don't have the capacity to maintain and grow to what they already got. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I, I, that's just how it is, bro. Right. Yeah. No, I get that. Bro. Thank you so much for, for coming in, man. It's been a pleasure talking Absolutely. to you. Absolutely. Um, go ahead and uh, tell everyone where they can find you on the social media, all that good stuff. On Facebook, it's just Ty, T-H-A-I, the Tiger, T-H-A-I-G-A. -A. You know, just put that in the search, and that should come up on my Instagram. It's official Ty Edwards, and same as... Um, uh, and it's just tired was on Twitter. Yes, yes. Yeah. And then you're and you're coming out with your your new and updated and website. website. It's gonna be banging. Yeah, got a website. Hey. You know, the episode. You know, where I coming. come in and yep. you know and show you how charismatic I am. <laughs> you know, Can't stay tuned. But yeah. look, man, look, y'all gonna be seeing more of me. Trust. Yes, me. for sure. Trust and believe. Trust and uh, be sure to check them out on Sisters uh, coming in and Tyler Perry Sisters. And folks, you can find me everywhere at I am Danny Royce. Also. Be sure to uh, check us out on the UN channel, uh, premiering season one's episodes on uh, this Friday, uh, November 8th. Also, be sure to like, comment, subscribe, and follow the show on um, Instagram at black underscore actors underscore studio. Thank you so much, folks. We'll see you next week, same place, same time, inside the Black Actors Studio. On behalf of our BHL staff, we would like to thank you for tuning in to Black Hollywood Live, the world's first digital broadcast network devoted entirely to urban entertainment and pop culture. Check out our Black Hollywood Live YouTube page for even more great programming and amazing content. And be sure to subscribe and like our channel when you do. I'm your BHL host, Nakia Monet, and you can find me on all social media at Kiki Boom Boom or at Black Hollywood Live. Black Hollywood Live, Hollywood redefined.